the clock has started. Welcome to That Pixel Live. This is episode 138, recording May 2nd, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to discuss the snapping, free updates and upgrades, uh, a couple movies, some VR action is going to be in there, and <clears throat> we're not going to talk about Invincible because I never had time to watch it this weekend, but you know, it's over. And people that did see Invincible. I'm joined with Mr. Shannon Moore. Shannon, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I don't know what it is about being like in your 40s, but mm-hmm. you're just perpetually mm-hmm. tired all the time. Like no matter how much sleep yeah. you get, it just you just seem like you're tired. So yeah, well, I'm you know, here. I mean, it makes it makes sense. In my 20s, I'd wake up still drunk, and now in my 40s, I wake up still tired. It just you know tracks. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, you know I want to know you when. Wait- it's one of those how you go to bed is how you wake up from bed. You know, that's that's just so, how, the, how it goes. Yeah, so it's all downhill from here is what you're saying. It's just the, the continual tiredness until you're until you don't wake up anymore. <laughs> the, the word you're looking for, Shannon, is entropy. Entropy mm. is the word you're looking for. And yes, it is the end of all things. But the beginning of some is uh, Mr. Justin Tom Carter. Justin, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I got a a belly full of Korean barbecue. I nice. spent most of my weekend playing Pokemon Snap, which we'll talk about later, but it's been a delight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. your house has been <laughs> on one, as one yeah. would say. We, we, will, we will talk about that. Uh, so when you do Korean barbecue, mm-hmm. what is your starch of choice? Do you go with a rice? Do you go with a like a yakisoba noodle type of deal? Like what do you um, what do you do? With I your usually meats? like I prefer I do the white rice. Like Megan really likes the like glass noodles mm-hmm. and stuff, which I'll eat some. Like, but it's not like my favorite thing in the world. I'm kind but, of with Megan on this one. The glass noodles are pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, I'll do like the white rice with like the kimchi mm-hmm. and like uh, do some like spicy bulgogi is probably my favorite. See, I like, I like a, a fried rice that's not insane. Like, take some regular white rice and toss, like, two pads of butter and crack an egg in there and mix it up. Mm, and that's, yeah, like, yeah. it. You know, no no crazy oil, no nothing. And then you toss a little, like, hot chili oil in there or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah, I'm like the canary in the coal mine when it comes to that stuff. Because, like, if there's a lot of MSG in there, just watch my face. It'll blow up. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know. Uh, you know, uh, I, I like a good, uh, I think I'll just go with the rice when it comes yeah. to that. Like, you know, I just want something to kind of balance out the texture and the taste of what I'm eating. So, you know, mm-hmm. a good, the white rice is a good texture, uh, you know, cleanser. I, I, I do like, I do also like a good bimibop. Is there any mm-hmm. good bimibop places around you, Justin? I don't even know if I know what that even is. Oh, oh, it's, well, if you, next time you go get Korean barbecue. 
okay. uh, your favorite Korean barbecue place. Look for uh, something called a bimibap. And it is essentially like a, a stone bowl that they line with rice. And then there's meat there and then some veggies and usually an egg also. Mm-hmm. And they fire the whole thing. And so you get this like crunchy, awesome, savory shell of rice on oh, the bottom. Okay. And that you need to like crack in and work in with everything else. And it's delicious. It's ridiculous how good it is. Highly recommend you try if you see it on the menu. Because also it's one of it's one of those things. It's kind of like it's kind of like bread. When you find the place that makes the good stuff, you'll go there for the rest of your life. You know. Dude, have you guys ever had I know it's in California, um, but and we got one here recently, but it's like epic wings and things. Mm-mm. I haven't like, tried it. It doesn't sound familiar. It's like a, I say fast food, but it's not really like fast because I mean, and it's not like they have a drive-through or anything. You like walk in and have to like order it, but it's like they have, it's like they have wings and they'll do like buffalo-style chicken tenders and stuff. But their bread is phenomenal. Interesting. And hmm. like every time when we would drive out to California to get tattooed by Stephanie and stuff after getting tattooed. That's where we would go, and then we'd eat, and then immediately drive back home. <laughs> You're like fill up on wings and bread. And yeah, then and then now there something. there is one out here, but it's not anywhere near us. It's out in like it's like probably like forty minutes away from us, like out in Mesa. Mm. I see, but uh, yeah, wings wings are also one of those things. I, I, you know, you find a place that makes good wings that isn't just. Uh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings or, or, or Hooters. Wing stop. <laughs> yeah, wing, Hooters. Dude, what are you talking about? Hooters makes great wings. Like they do. I, they I do. mean, I'm not gonna. I, they're a lot better than like a Wingstop. I will not go to Wingstop. They're like, I think something about their batter is too salty. I don't like it. I, I do love how Shannon is going to cape for Hooters on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> this That's... is a hill. But he, he's like, you know, mom's got to work too. Like. <laughs> Shannon, can you please put that white horse back in the stable? You don't need to ride the full set of armor out for Hooters on this podcast. It's, it's quite okay. I'm just saying, dude, you gotta you gotta give credit where credit is due. I mean, they yeah. found you know they they got it going on with the wings. There was a point in time in high school where me and my friends would go to Hooters, and every time we went, it was always Yoshi's 18th birthday. And they would come and sing him the song, bring out the balloons. Uh, and it's like after the third or fourth time of doing that to him, he's like, dude, he's like, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> See, my oh, family does like... that with the first person who leaves to go to the bathroom is usually the one whose birthday it is. <laughs> I mean, you got to pay the price somehow. You yeah. Know? Like one of my favorite stories with my dad was there used to be a restaurant here called Bobby McGee's and the people this, like that worked there and stuff dressed up kind of like this. Someone's dressed up as a like, Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Oh, Jesus. And, Those like, poor different... bastards. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, when it was your birthday, they'd all take a picture with you on, like, a little Polaroid and mm-hmm. sit at home with you, whatever. So the one time when we went, um, I had to go to the bathroom. And the entire time we were there, we were with our family friend Stephanie. And my dad kept calling her my girlfriend, like, in front of the waitress and stuff, like, oh, embarrassing geez. me. And I had to go to the bathroom. My mom was like, okay, well, dear, go take him to the bathroom and stuff. So he goes with me to the bathroom, and we're sitting there washing our hands. And I fill my hands up with water and throw it at his crotch. And then <laughs> immediately ran out of the bathroom, and he was wearing blue jeans. And I ran back to the table, and my mom's like, 
where's your dad? And I was like, he's still in the bathroom. And he comes walking back to the table. The six foot eight, like 300 pound dude looks like he just pissed his pants. And my mom was dying. And he's like, all right, I'll give it to you. He's like, I can't beat your ass in this restaurant. But when we get home, he's like, you're dead. <laughs> like, but you got to come home sometime, yeah. boy. Yeah, he's like, we got to leave the public eye at some point. And when we do, <laughs> you ain't going back in it. <laughs> All right. We, there is a point of order we need to discuss. Last week on the main show, the stories of Vegas came out. And... and <laughs> On Facebook over the last week, Shannon put a picture up from that fateful evening, mm -hmm. uh, at which point Justin commented that we've all aged very gracefully because we look like crap in that photo. <laughs> essentially, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that was essentially what he was getting at. <laughs> then he proceeded to post a picture of himself nine years ago in <laughs> Vegas. And what? The bloody hell were you wearing, dude? So I was wearing a... Red. The color yeah. red. Oh. Yeah, I was wearing red. <laughs> and that was my thing. Because I had a very colorful assortment of different like Levi jeans. I had red, purple, blue. And I would always wear matching colors with it. So in that photo, I'm wearing a red and black horizontal striped shirt that I got from Savers. Very and, thin, very thin black horizontal stripes. Yes. A lot of red. A lot yes. of red. A lot of red with my red jeans, and I. You can't see it in the photo, but I'm also wearing my red boat shoes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but it just gets worse. Uh, with a red uh, strawberry daiquiri, it looked like like yeah, one of yeah. Those. <laughs> my red free. I, we were that photo was on Fremont Street. So we were standing on Fremont Street, getting lit with the giant like three foot tall daiquiri drinks. Nice. And with, um with like the scene hair yep. in full effect. Yep, like I that had, was... my hair was part like it had blonde like tints to it and you can't see it in the back, but the back is actually black. Like it's like black with like kind of like a <laughs> light brown and then blonde. See, I had thought you had just frosted your tips and then you let the hair grow out, and then that was just like the end result is just like the bottom half of your hair was yeah, just I'm like. I'm kind, I'm kind of with Shannon. That's where I figured that. <laughs> too, yeah. But. So yeah, that's what's funny is that same trip. I didn't post the other picture, but we took a picture out in front of uh, the the pawn shop from Pawn Stars, mm -hmm. and in that photo, I'm wearing a blue V-neck shirt. With blue <laughs> jeans, like blue, like not like actual like blue jeans, but like very dark, like so, fake so your blue. Whole, so your whole thing in that era was just like be monochrome? Yeah, because <laughs> like I would also like when I would wear my the red jeans, my favorite outfit with the red jeans was I had the Red Ranger Power Ranger shirt and I would wear the red Power Ranger jacket with the red Power Ranger shirt with the red pants and the red boat shoes. What? There's so many questions. <laughs> how did this happen? Like, how did this become your thing? I, um, like, so it was, was it a gradual bleed into like, I need to only dress in monochrome. Well, and it wasn't like just monochrome. It's like I my color theory wasn't the best before meeting Megan. Mm -hmm. I knew red goes with red or white. Like that's usually what I would wear with red was either red and white or just red and red. And just stack it. <laughs> and then pretty much once I started dating Megan, I'd be wearing all red. And Megan's like, the fuck you are. And then I had to throw away all my colored jeans and get real pants. And then I actually got some style. 
So yeah, because people need to understand these these aren't like normal jeans either. These are scene kid jeans. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, red you know. skinny jeans. Like yeah. that was the era. In my belt, I had a uh, had rainbow dinosaurs on it. That was the one of my I mean, favorite belts. I mean, that's all right. Yeah, I, I can get behind the rainbow dinosaur belt. You yeah, know. it was one of my favorites. Just, and then in the uh, the one where I'm wearing all the blue, I was wearing a uh, a belt because that's when belt buckles were a really big thing. Like that mm. was popular, and oh, yeah. so I was wearing my Adventure Time belt, and I had this like massive Finn the Human like head belt buckle that was like sticking out. Did the pawn shop offer you like three bucks for it? Or... <laughs> They're like, you can go home with all this Chum Lee swag and tune yeah. into. Pawn Stars weeknights at seven on the History <laughs> Channel. Oh shit! I don't even know where to go from there. Like, <laughs> uh, what were you wearing when you when you met your fiance? Like, what was the elf? What was the fit? I mean, I was wearing that stuff when I, I don't remember exactly what I was wearing. He like, was dripping purple. Well, <laughs> I met her in high school, so like, what I would my outfits in high school were not that. That was more my college era um of outfits my like ensemble for high school was more like like dicky shorts or blue jeans with like a super video game shirt super Mm -hmm. mario 3 jacket and then some like skater shoes so uh, wow he just knocked something loose for me so i had a moment uh i guess i was around 34 no no yeah probably 34, 35, when I had to look at myself, look at my drawers that were full of dicky shorts mm-hmm. and be like, I can't wear this shit anymore. Like, I just can't. Yeah. And I, and, and, and I threw probably eight pairs of dicky shorts away. And like some of them I had worn once or twice, but it was just one of those like that, bro, the legs on those things were like fucking 18 inches wide. You know, and and they came down. They were like, I used to call them shants because they weren't quite shorts, but they weren't quite pants. They were somewhere in between. And it's like, I just, nah, I just can't do that anymore, man. Like, what was this? Well, and I had a bunch of pairs because, at, like, when I used to wear them a lot, too, I worked at Fry's. So it's like mm. I we had to wear black pants or shorts or whatever in the summer. So my shorts and pants of choice were dicky. So I had, like, you know, four pairs of black dickies pants and then like three pairs of the black shorts and i had a pair of like the brown shorts and stuff mm-hmm. and then i just hit a point where i transitioned from that into basically buying uh like jeans from savers and then cutting them to make shorts yeah and then yeah. wearing those that was more of a high school era thing for me but yes i, I agree yeah. But see, and yeah, so I know I, did, I felt so bad after I didn't mean to like rip like my thing was you like you lost so much weight after you quit drinking. Like now, oh, yeah. like you've lost like a shit ton of weight. You look completely different. And then Shannon looked like he just came out of the theater watching like X-Men with his Wolverine like sideburns and stuff. And he's got his oh, little Shannon, slightly tilted collar. Sideburns, like, dude. He looks yep. like some douchey frat kid. And I was like, dude, <laughs> Shannon had like such a glow up. Oh, uh, dude, I, I think you look better uh, yeah. now. I used to rock those freaking sideburns like so hard. Like they got like beefy, dude. Like they yeah, were they just were like straight up mutton chops. Yeah. Like during like Christmas time, like I would put on like the top hat and walk around seeing Christmas carols. People <laughs> thought I was like straight out of like, you know, the uh, uh, Dickens like, Fair. yeah, the Dickens Fair is legit. 
Yeah, Shannon, Shannon, you still look like you just got out of a fucking, you know, stint for inciting a riot at a motorcycle rally <laughs> in like 1977, you know? Um, but no, it is, it is funny when you look back at all that stuff and like, and also I, I, I appreciate you posting the picture of yourself from nine years ago, because I will also say, Justin, you, 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 you have cleaned up nicely in the Thank last you. nine years. Dude, so yeah. wait, did you, the other photo besides me wearing the red was me by the, I was wearing a deep V neck cut shirt or <laughs> yes. was I sure? And I had uh, aviators on and I was smoking a fat cigar mm-hmm. uh, by the pool. And that was my, my friend Brent. And that was my dad next to me. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? like, I, cigars, that that yeah. was like a legit photo. Like I was like, okay, I can rock that. That's, that's like, you know, you had some yeah. status there. That, that was, was cool. my first time, like being 21 to Vegas. And my first slot machine I played, I, uh, I got made like 250. I hit like a fucking jackpot on it. And oh, it was nice. like $250 and I cashed out. And I was like, dude, the first thing I want to do is I was like, I want to buy a cigar. So we went to gifts. I bought like a $30 like cigar. And so Brent and my dad wanted one too. And then we went and hung out by the pool and smoked them. Nice. Smelled like crap for the rest of the day. And it was glorious. (laughs) Right. I do. I do like a good cigar. I'm not going to lie. Um, so that was an interesting tangent, but I, I, I did feel the need to clear that, clear that up because (laughs) shots were fired. (laughs) <laughs> and I just could not let it go without discussing that outfit because, whew, man, damn. And I have to say thank you, Megan, even though you might not like me very much. Thank you for <laughs> oh cleaning up our boy, making him presentable Dude, to the general public. I cannot wait until we come out to California and you sit there like she like fucking hates you, like goes like. Be like, oh, hi, nice to meet you today. And you're like, yeah, hi, Megan. Like, yeah. don't be mad at me. It's like, going to be like eyes down, guy. just like looking at the ground, like shuffling your feet. And you're like, hi, Megan. How are yeah. you? <laughs> well, unlucky, unlucky, unlucky for me, Megan's like the one uh, uh, counterpart to this crew that actually listens to the show. You know, was, I don't I don't think I don't think my wife's downloaded it once. Oh, so. no, no. Uh, my girlfriend listens to it every week. Oh, yeah. Hey, how you doing? She can't get enough of listening to Shannon. <laughs> what can I say? These dulcet tones. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 shit, I've been listening to him for 28 years now, so yeah, I know. Sure. It happens. <laughs> He's like black mold. Once he gets in there, he gets <laughs> yeah. All it takes is a little heat, and there you go. You got Shannon. <sighs> He operates in the dark and in the hot. That's that's how we uh, that's how we did some things. Yep, I like moist areas. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've heard that. I've heard that about you. <sighs> <laughs> Justin, I have no idea. Is, what, yeah, I don't know where to. I was like, dude, I was like, I don't know where to follow that. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to work like a segue in there somewhere, and then nope, nope, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You're just gonna have to do a hard pivot on this one. Yeah. Well, let's pretend that last five minutes didn't happen. And the segue I was going to say was, uh, you know, speaking of things that get upgraded over time, can we talk about... <laughs> See, that would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been like, yeah. Take me back. Then we got derailed by moisture and... <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Um, EA has announced that uh, Jedi Fallen Order Respawn's Star Wars game is getting a free... Next gen upgrade and it's going to drop this summer, and I am kind of hyped about that. Um, so, according to the story, 
uh, it's going to be an upgrade that also will help the PS4 and uh, Xbox One versions of the game with some technical improvements here or there. But uh, it's going to get the boosted frame rate to uh, 60 and uh, potentially even more, depending on the final things. Um, also, just cleaning up a bunch of the graphics and, and things of that nature, offering a smoother fan experience. Is that something you guys would be interested in? Because I haven't finished that game. And if it allows me to upgrade and pick up where I left off and with smart delivery on the Xbox, I should. I think I think I'm going to go try to finish that game when it hits. I'm kind of I, I mean, I liked the game. I just fell off it because other stuff came out. But from what I played of it, I really enjoyed. It's always been on my radar to go back. And uh, I think I think getting a, a free glow up here is the thing that's going to pull me back in. What do you guys think? Um, yeah, I, I got it for my birthday, like, I think a year or two ago, like mm-hmm. a year ago. And then uh, I started playing it. And then I just didn't like the setup I was playing it on because I was playing it on a pretty small TV. And I couldn't get comfortable when I was playing it. So I just kind of stopped playing video games on my PlayStation 4. But now my setup has evolved and I'm back to like a larger TV and I got a comfy chair and, you know, I do want to play it. Um, my situation, though, is I have the physical copy on my PlayStation 4 and then I have okay. a digital PlayStation 5, all digital PlayStation 5. So I'm wondering if they'll allow me to download it because I already it, it's already tracked in my PlayStation library that I have it, that I own it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if PlayStation, like, you know, lets you upgrade to, like, the PlayStation 5 and, like, up update the games that you have, like, going from the physical to the all-digital console, like, I I would love to play that on my PlayStation 5, but I'm not going to buy it again. Sure. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe well, I'll play it on the PlayStation 4. You have Game Pass, right? Yes. So, I think, I believe it is going to be available on the PC also. Mm. And it... But I'm not sure. I think that it already might be upgraded for the PC version. Um, there was nothing in the story about PC, but I would I would dig into that a little bit because if it is, why not? You know, yeah, it's free download at that point. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty about, excited about that. Uh, uh, Justin, did you ever pick pick that one up? Um, no, I don't think I did. But it's cool. It's cool that they're doing that though. And I'm wondering, like, if like, almost like it's going to be cool if more games kind of follow suit to do that as, you know, because the newer consoles are still fairly new. Like, not everyone has a PS5 or an Xbox One X and stuff. And with supply still being spotty mm-hmm. here and there, even though they're trying to push more out onto the market, it's like, I wonder if that's, like, how many more games will really do that and kind of how, like, if it's only been for a year, like, once the supply issues are done, like, if they're just going to basically be like, you have to basically buy the new version for the new sure. console. But I think it's neat. If they can get it to work, you know, well, I mean, the more the merrier. Like, well, to be able to blend it. And, and I agree with you. This might be this generation's uh, uh, Xbox One version of Deadpool ps4 version of deadpool you remember when that like that first year and it was just one of those like oh we have all of these old versions or old games but modern versions of them for a year or so um because yeah we were we were joking about it earlier in the week but uh 
Xbox has released one exclusive at this point, which is the medium. And PlayStation has released an exclusive on the Xbox, which <laughs> is MLB. Uh, but outside of that, there hasn't been a whole lot of exclusivity stuff on uh, the Xbox. And the uh, PlayStation, while doing better, isn't doing that much better. I mean, thankfully, we've got Ratchet and Clank coming. They just released Returnal, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a barren first uh, uh, launch window for these systems. Some might argue that they came too early. Who knows? Who's to say? Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of agreeing with you that I think things like this are a good olive branch to to the consumer base. And you know, I, I wasn't going to talk about it in what we've been playing because it's an older game. But a thing that did take up a decent amount of my time uh, was. I don't know if you guys are aware, but on the Xbox Series X and S, EA has rolled out a bunch of uh, frame boost stuff for their older titles, including Titanfall 2, which now runs at 120 frames per second on the Xbox. And damn. Hey, guys, guess what? Titanfall 2 fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it looks real pretty now. Like it, it looks like you're running it on the latest, greatest graphics card on a PC. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's gotten such a resurgence since it's had that update because, like, that's all I see now is people playing Titanfall 2 again, like, and they love it. Well, and and I guess that uh, Apex is finally rolling in a bunch of their Titanfall stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know Steam had a huge increase in Titanfall 2 play last month. Like, it was one of those things, like, a few weeks ago was the largest concurrent... Uh, people, group of people playing Titanfall 2 ever, like since it launched, <laughs> and that game was what two, two, three years ago at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that's just the Apex crew finding out that oh, all of this stuff is type is wrapped up in Titanfall, or it's supposed to take place in the Titanfall universe. So what is that, and how, what mechanics could they be bringing in? So they're digging into Titanfall because they were it was everywhere for like two bucks, five bucks, you know, like you could get it for nothing. And so I'm hoping people are discovering like, hey, guess what? This game is awesome. And I hope they make more of them, not just Apex Legend shit. So yeah, mm -hmm. I was like, I looked it up. Yeah. Titanfall 2, because when you said 2-3, I was like, dude, it's been longer than that. Yeah. It came out October 28th, 2016. Oof. Yeah, Oof. that game's going on almost five years. And you know what? Playing it this weekend, it's still the best first-person campaign I have played in since then. Nothing's come close. No, that I mean, campaign is legendary. I love it. I mean, I got I got to the world-building level mm -hmm. and had to stop, but there was a moment where I'm like, do I stay up until sunrise playing titanfall 2 because i kind of <laughs> really want to how much stuff do i actually have to do today i could just make a pot of coffee right now and play titanfall 2 until the kids wake up in the morning <laughs> um it crossed my mind I, i'm not gonna lie because damn it was good and i really love it but uh yeah uh so if you have a, a series s or x and want to dig into that it just does it like you don't, there, there's no like, you know, you you go in and and select the yeah, give me all the graphics option. You're gold. Like that's it. It just goes from that point on, and it's really pretty, you guys. It's really pretty. Um, but yeah, 
So I'm kind of hoping that becomes the norm. And, and I would like it because also the other big thing that came out from last week, they're selling a ton of these consoles. So I think it's a smart thing to do. You know, PlayStation uh, shattered the industry record by selling over 7.8 million consoles for 2020 and or for the fiscal year of 2020, I should say. And the uh, Xbox, while they didn't do that well, weren't that far behind. They essentially, these people have sold every single thing they've made. There isn't one unit that they've made that they haven't sold, which is insane at this point. When you're talking about the price point, how many of them are in the market. Uh, shit, Microsoft was reporting that the Xbox division alone is 50% year-to-year uh, -year increase in, in overall profitability. And the uh, 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 the whole div gaming division is like 250% increase year-to-year over in profitability and they've sold less consoles. Like it's insane. Like it, it, it makes me feel good though, that gaming across the board, if you know, if you threw your line in with Sony, if you're a Microsoft person, if you're like me and sprinkle the wealth around, uh, you, you should be in good shape. Everyone's doing good. Everyone's making money. Like I'm hoping that this gets us to a great place in a year or two where everyone has the stability financially to really invest in titles that are super exciting, super unique, really generate, you know, let these people take some chances because everyone's making money is we don't have to rely on, even though we're going to get them <sighs> gears six and the, you know, uh, uncharted remake remake. And, you know, like any of that stuff, just because it's the safe thing that makes money. I'm hoping that, this level of profitability is going to let the returnals of the thing become the norm, not the, ex not the exception. So do you guys have thoughts on that? Oh, um, I, you know, I, I would like to think that people are going to be more expert or these companies are going to be more experimental with the IPs that they have rolling out. But I mean, if it's anything like Anthem has taught us or, I mean, even Outriders, uh, you know, kind of burned out pretty fast. Um, you know, I'd still be, I think people are still hesitant to invest a lot of money in something that's an unknown. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I think, you know, I, I would like to see some, some more new games coming out that, you know, have a fresh take on an old theory. Um, but, you know, we'll just, we'll just see. I mean, it's just all... You know, it, it just takes time, and we'll see what they're... I mean, Microsoft's got to be doing something with all these uh, companies that they're buying up. Um, yeah. So, you know, I would like to see, you know, that pay off, and I would like to see a whole bunch of new uh, games come out for me to play, because, um, yeah, I need them. I want them. Justin, I was like, speak, Speaking of buying up companies, I, like, just triggered my mind about... Um, it came out this week, too. Bob's Toy Box, or whatever, got dissolved, and, like acquired by i think activision or whatever and like now they're working on shannon's favorite game call of duty <laughs> and they were the people Good. that uh they did the spyro and uh crash bandicoot trilogy remakes that's crazy to me that 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 would be where they would send that team that's what i'm saying is like you're taking this team that successfully like redid like 3d platformers and mm -hmm. you're going to throw them 
what Call of Duty, and it's like, why not? I don't know. Have them. There's so many other like 3D like stuff. Like there's other like have them do Sly Cooper. Have yeah. them do like why like I don't understand why like that happened. But I'm like that's just a waste of talent if you ask me. <laughs> like I mean they sold good, so it's like I don't know why you would just be like okay we need all hands on deck for Call of Duty Warzone, but. Unless, unless it maybe it's one of those things where with with the COVID year they are just that far behind. Yeah, mm-hmm. they literally can't. Hey, can you program anything? Great, get over here. I need you yeah. to make boxes for you know Nuketown or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, pretty much. I mean, like with the mobile. I mean, like they're doing a lot to integrate with Warzone now. Um, and like you know they're trying to get people like ramped up for it. Like by. You know, hey, if you take your mobile account and you sync it up with your Warzone account, we'll give you like a whole bunch of skins and guns and stuff like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if they have something big coming down the pipeline that's going to merge the two together. Um, so, I mean, we'll just kind of see how that plays out. But, you know, it's, it's kind of a bummer that they're getting taken out of their wheelhouse and put in something as kind of vanilla as a Warzone. But, but we, we glossed over it real quick, but... Can we talk for a second about the uh, the games with gold for May? Shannon, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Blow this, my is Sh- this is Shannon's favorite part of the of the month. <laughs> uh, ever since Vicious Attack Llama or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. There's no Attack Llamas this month, Shannon. Damn. But we do have Armello, which is something I've never heard of. But apparently it's a character building RPG where you... Uh, fight like fairy tale things or something. I don't know. Uh, Dungeon three, mm. which okay. uh, sure dungeon building strategy game. Okay. Okay. Lego Batman for the 360. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which which actually is a really good game. If you've never uh-huh. played it, Lego Batman's actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tropico four. <laughs> which is an, for the for the 360. For the 360. Uh, combined wow. value of $79.96. I would say that's the, the most expensive game in that bundle is probably Lego Batman. <laughs> You'd be wrong. It's Dungeon 3 at $29.99. What? Lego Lego Batman and Armello are both $19.99. And uh, <laughs> Tropico 4 bringing up the rear at $9.99. Wow. Okay. Uh, not a bunch of good games. Not what nope. I would be excited for. I think but, I would be canceling my subscription to that if uh, I got that lineup in the mail. But, you know, I think when people saw Vicious Attack Llama, they canceled their subscriptions. <laughs> like, That's true. Like, cool. I'm going back to Gamefly. What if that's what they're doing? What if they're just giving you crappy games so you cancel the subscription service so you could just get games with gold <laughs> or like get your game pass and just call it? I a mean, day? I kind of think that that is what they're doing, right? Like they're they're just trying to make games with gold. I mean, they take away all the free to play. Like you have to have games with gold to to play multiplayer online. Mm-hmm. That whole list came out, which had a bunch of weird things on it that I wasn't aware had multiplayer that you needed to pay for like the uh the doritos game was on there the yaris <laughs> game was on there 
Crackdown <laughs> 1 was on there. It's like, so by the way, if you're looking to play multiplayer Yaris, you no longer have to pay to be online to play multiplayer <laughs> Yaris. You can just do that. So, oh boy. <laughs> but, uh, but PS5 uh, or PS Plus uh, games also got released and um, not surprisingly, a little better. PS5 <laughs> gets, you get the PS5 version of Wreckfest, which is, it's a destruction derby kind of de- game, but uh, not in the other destruction derby game they released. This is more yeah. of an OG game, but eh. uh, Stranded Deep. It's a uh, it's one of those like early access survival type games. You're you know need to build a raft, survive on an island, blah blah blah, all that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlefield Five. Okay. And I think that might be it actually. Yeah, I think that's just it. So those three games. I mean, Battlefield Five is cool. Um, yeah. I mean, that game's been out for what like five years too, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. Like what? I don't know what's up if they're just trying to give you games that, you know, they're like, hey, you know, try this game out like you might like it, you know, just kind of giving you something that's kind of outside of your ordinary streamlined, um, like, you know, heavy hitters. Um, I, I just wish they would give you games that like are part of their PlayStation, um, like the Hall of Fame, like games or, you know, their platinum well, editions. To be fair, if you have that and a PS5, if you have PS Plus and a PS5, you've got that already mm-hmm. with that, with the instant collection thing they said. I mean, that's where I I was trying to get my God of War disc back from my brother-in-law so I could check out the 60 frames upgrade and all that stuff. And then I realized, oh, it's just on that collection and downloaded it so I didn't have to worry about it anymore, which was pretty rad. Nice. But, but yeah, I mean... You know, I, they, at least they're like full games. Yeah, you know, like Breakfast. Just... Breakfast is a legit game. Battlefield Five is a legit game. Like, was yeah. Armello? I mean, sorry if you made Armello or worked on it. I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure it's cute. I'm sure it's quaint. No one knows what the fuck that is. Like, I'm sorry, they don't. Like, it's just that. Nope, you're not moving units of games with gold. No one's like, oh shit, give me my $19 so I can play Armello. There's like, that one guy, though, who saw that and he's like, yes! Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah. other thing, too, is like with Battlefield 5, like, I mean, the multiplayer aspect was what made that game fun. Like, the story mm-hmm. was the story was good, but if I remember correctly, it was a bunch of, like, individual stories that made up the campaign like there was just like a, there was one where like you were fixing a tank and you had to get the tank from point a to point b and sure. like you were this rookie who like you know all of a sudden like you know became a veteran a grizzled veteran by the time that storyline was over but like you know that was the one with the fully destructible like environments and like you were just blowing shit up and like it was fun to play with other people i, I wonder how many people are still playing battlefield 5 online yeah and well, you know, and they did. It makes sense that they would offer it because they just did confirm that they're releasing Battlefield Six. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's trying to like spark a little interest back in the fan base or whatever. But I'm kind of with you. I think most people that are into those games are playing Call of Duty or one of the myriad battle royales that exist these days. 
Or they're they're playing that Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, yeah. Which has an insanely huge fan base. Yes. Like that's that's one of those games you talk about. That, that was 2016, wasn't it? Siege at this point. Yeah, like that game's yeah that game's been around for a long time. And but they keep, like they keep they keep releasing operators and they keep releasing maps and like yeah. there's a huge support for it. So you know I was gonna say they keep cranking out operators like every other month it seems like a new batch here and there. So yeah, and I think like once a quarter they have like a free to play weekend to try to like get mm-hmm. more people in. So I mean like they're doing it right over there. I mean like that that's probably where everybody went. I mean like yeah. that, that seems to have a huge fan base. Well, one last little thing uh, to talk about and they. Thing, speaking of things that have huge fan bases, um, Shannon, I'm sorry. I need to talk about Halo. You can go do something else for a second. I'm going to take a nap. Um, yeah, all right. <laughs> so some new Halo Infinite details dropped, and uh, essentially they confirmed that there's going to be cross-play and cross-progression between PC and wherever you can play it on Game Pass. Which, I mean, not the most earth-shattering thing, but cool. Like, I appreciate the fact that they have, you know, if if I'm playing it on my Xbox and then switch to my garage to play it on my Xbox One, and then, you know, if they get their mobile thing working and I'm using my Razer Kia to, uh, to play it at work, it all just cross-progresses and saves, and I don't have to worry about it. Like, that's rad. That's really cool. Um, outside of that, I don't know. Like, I just, I hope it's good. I just want Halo. They got to get Halo right. Like, I'm sorry, but they have to. Like, they cannot release some half-ass thing. And that's why I've been fully supportive of them delaying it as long as they have. You know, when they yanked that down, when the whole internet went, oh, no, don't do that. Um, And then said, yeah, we'll see you guys in a year, maybe. I was like, yeah, that's great. Do that. Because... They can't fuck up Halo. So it's, it's little things like this when you get kind of clues that, oh, okay, they seem to be making the right choices in doing the right things. And, like, that's a gamer-first decision, which I really appreciate. I know you guys don't care, but just give me this for a second because I love Halo, and it's been it's been a rough sledding since since Halo 5, you guys. You want to yeah, know something? I you want to know something? What? I hooked up my ex. I hooked up my Xbox Series X. The first thing I downloaded was a Master Chief Collection. <laughs> Why? Because there's nothing else to play. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Because I want to see what Halo Three looks like with their crazy like next gen patch thing that they rolled out for it. And, and you know it? what? Beautiful. <laughs> and Halo Three still like one of the best goddamn first person shooters that ever existed. And and screw I, you, Shannon I, Moore, for giving me that look. <laughs> and then after and then after Master Chief Collection finished, he downloaded Vicious Attack Law and let us check it out. <laughs> 120 <laughs> frames per second. Uh, no, after it downloaded, I downloaded Jurassic World Evolution because mm-hmm. my son was sitting right next to me going, when can I play Jurassic World Evolution? And I'm like, fine, I'll download that too. Damn it. <laughs> but. but now he can play that on like his phone or something away from you while you're playing something else, right? Yeah, you own it on every console at this point. Don't you own it on the Switch, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> he's got, like, I multiple do. farms. He's playing it on the Switch while he's playing it on the TV in the living room. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked he hasn't done that. No, his usual go-to 
will be playing it on the Switch while he's watching YouTubes of people playing it okay. on the TV. Like, he's got YouTube channels of people that made battle arenas and stuff like that in the game on TV. My mistake. It's uh, He's a little dino-obsessed. A little bit. Little bit. Which is funny, because, like, you know, I remember, like, when he first started getting into it, we were like, it's just a phase. He'll grow out of it. Yeah. No, like, no. This dude's going to be a paleontologist at, like, 16. Dude, this, this kid could teach classes right now. Like, <laughs> we're going to talk about a movie later, but there's a person in this movie that is my son. It's hilarious <laughs> to me. Um. So, yeah, I guess that's all we've got news-wise to talk about. So we move into a little weekly consultation, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Yeah, so, like, so let's just get it out of the way now because, like, you know, I know you two have been playing, like, a game yes. that I am baffled by. So, I mean, just get into it. Just let me know, like, what this is about. So, so the baffling not only makes noise better, but... The baffling that Shannon is talking about is around Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon Snap. Sorry, excuse me. Um, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's fucking great, dude. Like it's really good. I'm sorry, it's it's so good. Um, well, well, okay, so like, what is so what is it like? Are you because uh, okay. I've never touched a, a Pokemon Snap game like ever. All right, so so let, I'll give you the 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 fifty thousand foot view. Um, you essentially, you're, you're going to a new region, the lentil region. I hear their soup is delicious, by the way. And, um, the professor there, uh, you're, you're coming on to help him as an assistant to photograph Pokemon in the wild, in the region. Cause it's never happened there. They've never like cataloged all these Pokemon that happened to be in this region before. Seems weird that it wouldn't have happened by now, but whatever. We're here. They're just um, lazy. He has developed a uh, car, little pod thing that you ride in with your camera. And uh, essentially at that point, the level starts and it becomes an on-rail shooter. Like you are on a predetermined track. You are moving through the level. Things are happening around the track and you need to photograph them. There are things you can do to augment behaviors. There's uh, fruit you can throw. There's uh, illuminating balls you can throw. There's music you can play um, and a scan, like an electronic scan that you can do of the area to show you things that are in the area. But also sometimes the scan, depending on type, will affect the Pokemon and make them react in a certain way. Now, how they react determines the point value of the photos you take. And the photos... There's a very finicky ass point scale that gets assigned to these things. Um, and, and to be fair, the game doesn't really hide it. It breaks it all out. Like how big the the Pokemon is in the frame, how much of it is in the frame, uh, if there's any other Pokemon in the frame with it, if there's any action happening in the background. Uh, Justin, what else am I forgetting? Um, they're centering there's yeah. whether they're in the center of the frame and all that. And, and you get stars and points assigned to that and you're filling out your photo decks and every Pokemon has four photos that can be in the photo decks, one through four stars. The four star is when like crazy shit happens, but you happen to take a picture of it essentially. 
And that's the game. That's the game. You go to different areas. You, you start out in like this random little like ranch, not ranch, but like kind of like grassland area. Uh, then you go to a jungle and then there's a beach, a, a desert, a forest, you know, so on and so forth. Volcano. Volcano. The volcano level is rad. Um, some shit goes down in that volcano that like melted my son's brain. <laughs> um, with, uh, that involves some T-Rex looking Pokemon thing, Tyrant or whatever his name is. And uh, I had no idea who it was. I got the full fucking (laughs) Pokedex breakdown from my kid as soon as he saw him. He was like, oh, dragon and earth type, that this and that and the other. I'm like, dude, what the? Like, I haven't even heard of this guy. Like, and you're giving me the whole, like, you know, Rotom Dex breakdown of of who the hell this is. Um, And, uh, yeah, and you just keep going and taking pictures and trying to – and the, the fun part of the game comes from, like, trying to do little things to make them react in different ways. Like, you can throw fruit at them if they're sleeping. You huck a fruit at them and wake them up, and then they get all pissed off, but you take a picture of it, and that's always a two-star photo for some reason. Like, <laughs> and, and it's hilarious because the professor will just be like, hmm, looks like something bopped him. And you're like, yeah, I don't – who could say? <laughs> It's weird. I happened to be there and just looked pissed off for some reason. I don't know. Strange. Um, or you'll get them to eat it, which is another, like, usually that's like a two to three star photo. Um, but yeah, but I put it out on Twitter and uh, the Facebook group. But uh, by the time I had come home Friday and into Saturday, my son had developed the habit of exclaiming, yeet! Every time he threw a f- fruit at Pokemon and it happens a lot in the game. <laughs> so he'd just be sitting there going through the level and you're just hearing like, yeet, yeet, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just cracking me up. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, come on. Hey, where did you even get this? I mean, it had to be some YouTube shit, but it was just yeah. like, where did you even get this? Cause it's not like I'm sitting around like throwing things going, yeet. but, uh, now you will. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because now I am like I'm playing the game myself and I'm in, 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 like under my breath. I'm like tossing rotten apples in Torterra's faces and just being like, motherfucker, um, <laughs> laying in bed. You're like, yeet. And you're always like, you shut the fuck up and go much, to bed. So the thing that has happened, which I found fascinating, is Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap. Sorry, not the not the N64 game. Poke new Pokemon Snap has become 2021's Animal Crossing. Everyone is playing this game. My four-year-old is playing this game. My wife is playing this game. My son is playing this game. I am playing this game. We're going back to scheduling time via the Echo, like setting alarms for whose <laughs> turn it is the next time if someone can play. And and it was funny because it was this morning, uh, my son's playing the game showing it to my wife trying to explain what the game is. Cause she hasn't been paying attention. Like, it was just like, whatever, what is this thing you're all talking about? And he's like, well, sit down and I'll show you. So he's, he's playing it. And, and right about this time I come out uh, to the front of the house and she looks at me. She's like, he should have never shown me this. This is my <laughs> kind of game. I don't want to, I don't want to know this. And, and next thing I know, she's got the controller in her hand. She's in her account playing it under her thing. <laughs> and, 
And it's hilarious because my son's like, oh, if you turn to the left, there's there's a tangle. And she's like, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know. Like, yeah. I want to play the game. Oh, so great. Oh, so, so, so that's the so I guess there's replayability for each level because like you're probably yeah. not going to be able to snap all the Pokemon. And like, oh. I guess there's Pokemon that are hiding that are going to come out after you've completed mm-hmm. certain objectives. And so every level has a day and night. Uh-huh. So certain Pokemon only come out at night. Certain ones are only there in the day. Uh, also, you level up the the areas. So as you go to level two, Pokemon are going to react differently. They're going to appear in different places. Some will appear now that wouldn't before. Things like that. So the, there is a point to going through the levels multiple times, other than just trying to get a more a, a more perfect photo. But um, yeah, it's dude, it's. It's one of those things I want you to just try it because I know it sounds dumb, but mm-hmm. it triggers something mm-hmm. in my lizard brain that I I just can't help it. Like the and I know it's a cliche I say a lot on the show, but it has that like one more run thing. Just one more run. Just one more. I can do just one more. Let me do just one more. And yeah, it's got me. And then and then it's exciting when you open up new areas and you see newer things and it's like a whole new toy box. It's like when I got to the, the last thing I opened up was, was the forest and I'm burning through it. And, and it was just like, Oh, these are all new to me. There's this is all new stuff. There's new tricks I can try. There's new things to explore. Uh, and it's super foggy where like the beach is really bright or the volcano is really dark, you know? So each area kind of has its own like elements you have to account for. Uh, but as I'm playing it, I'm like, even if it is on the shorter side, which I'm not sure, I'm, I get the feeling it might be, but even if it is, it is ripe for DLC. Like, it just seems like it's, it would be the easiest thing in the world to start tacking on region area D- DLC to this thing and keep it rolling. Cause it, it looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, when you're playing it, it, it runs real smooth. Everything looks super great. Um, I'm I'm probably done gushing about it at this point, but Justin, jump jump in here because you've also been playing this. Yes, I've been playing it. I've been looking forward to it. I was a huge fan when the original one came out on N64. I was completely baffled that one never came out on the DS or the Wii U, which the Wii U controller would have been perfect for one. So I was just waiting for them to ever make a sequel. And the fact that we finally got one, and it's great. Like, in the original, it has a lot of the elements of the original game, like the apples, which they made them fluff apples now, because I guess chucking a solid apple at a Pokemon <laughs> seems like a dangerous and... Like, Se- seems not... like something you shouldn't do. Try yeah, to keep but, PETA off their back. <laughs> yeah, but they specifically say that it's a fluff apple and that it's, like, super light. And, mm. you know, does it, so they like, they're like, no, no, you're not hurting anybody with this. Even though that is my favorite part of the game is just hitting shit with apples <laughs> and like booping them. It's hilarious. Every dude in the volcano area, there's gravelers hanging on the side of volcano. You hit one of those little bastards with an apple. and He just drops to his like, <laughs> I mean, he's alive, but he just like goes. And it's just like, Ooh. So, <laughs> so, the fir- so the first time we did that. Uh, Graveler's like hanging on the wall and Jonathan's like, what happens if we throw an apple at him? And so I threw one and he just fell and like, you look underneath and there's nothing but lava yeah, there. It's just and lava, he's like, man. he's like, dad, did we just kill him? And I'm like, bro, we might've, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Zach's like, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> but 
No, it's but it's really fun, and I like a lot of the improvements and stuff. They like in the original version of the game, they had what was called the pester ball, and you would throw it at Pokemon, and they would like pat. You were gassing them basically with this like purple like <laughs> gas ball, and they'd pass out or act loopy like you threw one at Meowth, and he'd look all crazy like he's drunk and stuff, and you would like hit stuff with it. And this one instead, they have the Aluma ball, which you it's interesting because it doesn't affect everyone so it's like you would want to sit there and try it on like certain pokemon like when you hit it with like pidget if you hit pidget with it he'll like do some like eagle wingspan thing and stuff and do stuff that he wouldn't normally do um whereas other people when you hit them with it they're completely normal it's like cool they have a little glow but they didn't do anything weird Uh, and then there's because you get one oh and there's like on the social network, in-game social network, you get special requests of people that want photos. And one of them is to get Hoot Hoot's other foot. And the only way to do it is there in the first level at night, he's posted up on a fence and you yeet him in the face (laughs) and he like wobbles like he's going to fall and his second foot pops out for a second. It's the only (laughs) way you can get it is by yeeting him in the face. And that's what's funny is like, I, I got that without even realizing that that was an assigned thing for me because I just I'm throwing apples at everything. Like, <laughs> every Pokemon I've come across, there's a photo of me smacking them with an apple and then taking a picture immediately <laughs> after. And so I got that by sheer accident. Like, you go to the end and they're like, oh, you got these, like, three achievement things. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa. I was like, I didn't even realize that I was doing stuff without doing stuff. But, um, so yeah. So, But there's also flowers and stuff throughout certain levels and day and night for the Aluma ball. And like you throw the ball at it and it'll make it glow. And usually by doing that, it causes certain events in the level to happen. Like in the one flower field one, you do it and it causes um, Score Bunny and Pichu and uh, Grookey and stuff to all kind of gather around and like dance. And then Grookey bops Pichu in the head with a stick and Pichu like falls down which causes score bunny to laugh and then you can get that picture and that gets a four star picture for score bunny and stuff by doing that and it's the only way to make the the queen combi show up too right i think so yeah 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 so it's things like that and and you keep kind of peeling back these little layers of the game and it's fantastic it's really fun yeah, and what's nice, too, is, like, in handheld mode, um, you can actually, like, use the access and stuff on the Switch to manipulate the camera and stuff. So I've pretty much been only playing it in handheld mode, which mm. I don't use it all the time, but sometimes with, like, Pokemon are fucking moving all over the screen and shit. Some of the yeah, flying yeah. ones, it's really hard to center them. So it's like you're sitting there with the stick trying to center it, but then also being able to use, like, the gyroscope to try and, like, manipulate, like, where you're pointing and stuff helps. Um, and they've added other stuff too that's really neat like there isn't in the original game it's basically like one set track like every time in the level Mm -hmm. and as you um, take more pictures and you actually level up the area like Pokemon become friendlier and like so some will walk out on the track and stuff more Um, and then you'll open branching pathways like there's one in the beginning where this Bidoof is building this dam, like, for, like, at the very beginning of the stage, like, towards the end of the stage and stuff, and then by the time it's, like, level three or whatever, that dam's now complete, so it creates an alternate path, which makes it a lot easier, because it goes on the water, so there's, like, water Pokemon and stuff that are, like, out there, 
and it's a lot easier to get shots and stuff of them by taking that route and stuff. And then you can get some like nice photos of some Pokemon. Like there's a Heracross like on an island that's like kind of out there that normally if you tried to take a picture, it'd be really shitty because it's so far away. But now you can get nice and close to it. The uh, yeah, the the first time you go to the beach or the reef one, there's Sharpedos. And it's funny because like you kind of you're taking your path slowly over the water and you're filming all stuff. And you're like, oh, Sharpedo's over by these rocks. And you take a couple pictures and then you kind of come around this corner and one's like right there in front of you, like chomping at you. And, it, and, and when I tell you, my son screamed. It was so <laughs> damn funny. He like comes around the corner and he also like wasn't looking that direction. So he's like spinning back as we're coming around this rock. And it was just a combination of like, do, 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 shark beat up. Ah! Like it was great. It was so Dude, damn funny. I jumped the one time because in the jungle one, in the day one, there's a beautifly. And yeah. through throughout the entire course, this beautifly is like on the fucking track. And it like gets in front of your car, which like causes it to stop until it moves. And it and does that block so many shots. Yeah. It's and like it so does annoying. it multiple times throughout the track. But the one time, same thing, I was pointed to the left, like trying to like take pictures of like, there's a little grotto with like some whoopers and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to take pictures and the car stops and there's like no sound effect for it or anything. And I'm like, normally in the original one, like when you hit something, it like made a sound effect and stuff. And I'm like, why? Like, why did we stop? And I turn the camera, and it's like right here in my face. And it's like close up, and I was zoomed in, and it was like, hello, and I was like, shit, like it was like right there. And then it like flew off, and it like scared the crap out of me as I'm like sitting there playing in bed at like 9:30 at night, like with it that close to my face. So like, I hear you guys say there's a lot of positives of this. Is there any jank to the game? Um, like oh. my. One complaint so far that I really have is, which I don't know if it's something that'll get unlocked later or not, since I'm not, like, super far, but in the original game, once you went through a course, um, you were able to hit, like, the R, like, trigger, whatever, and basically, like, speed up through the course so you could get to the end, like, you could fast forward, basically, towards the end of the course, which was nice, because sometimes, you know, like you said, you go through, and there's so many Pokemon and you can't get them all basically like the first time you go and then you go through again and again. But then the, like later on, once you get kind of to the later part of like going through the course multiple times, there's like one or two that you're like, oh, I want to get like a better shot of this one. And, you know, now that or I know I this need, is coming, I can prepare all for I this. Need is, all I need is the three star for this one Pokemon to like finish this page. And yeah, yeah. And most of them, it's, like, at the very end of the course. Like, there's some where it's, like, to get this one four-star one, it's literally, like, six seconds before the end of the course. So you have to do it real quick and then snap the picture before the end. And it's, like, to do it, then you have to go through the entire course again. So it's, like, some of them I wish I could just kind of fast-forward to kind of get, like, at least halfway through the course, take a shortcut or have it, like, drop me in, like, halfway or whatever so I didn't have to go through the entire thing again when I've already been through it, like, 12 times but the other thing the only other jank i've come across is sometimes when you have like three or four different types of pokemon on screen and you're trying to take a picture of one it won't jump to the right one so you'll end up taking a picture of the other one even though it's still in the frame and centered it's not registering as the one you want which gets annoying yeah i had one that i took a really good picture of score bunny 
And after you go through and complete the course, it has folders for like what Pokemon it is and all the pictures you took. And I'm going through the folder for Score Bunny, and I'm like, dude, where's that one picture? And then I go and I look in another one, and then there's the picture, but it counted as him and not the other one. So I'm like, God damn, now I have to go back through and take an actual <laughs> picture yeah. of Score Bunny again because that was a good photo. So okay. it's things like that, but but the levels themselves aren't that long. Mm-hmm. Every run is probably like three minutes, something yeah. like that. And so it's it's not the end of the world to go back and do it again, but it's it it does have when you when you're working to really line up a shot and you got it and then it doesn't register it registers as you know I, I finally got this Kangaskhan wait what the fuck is it doing as a Magikarp photo the Magikarp's under <laughs> the water like what the hell like yeah it's that sort of thing yeah but it's like each course is that perfect length of where you go through it and it's like you're like man like that went really quick and then you're like okay like one more time through. Because mm-hmm. you like sit there and you're like, oh shit, like I, you're sitting there too busy taking pictures of stuff and you're like, okay, I need a picture of this Pichu, uh, this Grookey, and like this Metapod or whatever. And then you're going through and you're so focused on the other two that you forget the Metapod and you like turn around and you're already past that point. And you're like, yeah. shit. You're like, all right, I need to go back through again. Metapod, Metapod, I need the Metapod picture. So can you like, uh, if you're playing it in handheld controls, um, can you like use the touchscreen to center like or to select the one Pokemon that you want to take a picture of? Can you like I touch the screen real quick? That. I what? actively try not to touch my screen because I don't like fingerprints all over it. So that is, um, that, that is actually, a great question though. Yeah, I don't. I'll know. have to try that. That okay. would actually be a great thing if you could. I'd probably play it more in hand. We've been playing mainly docked just because everyone is watching mm-hmm. and and it's the chaos of while anyone is playing me, my wife, my my son, my daughter, the other three people going, that one's over there. That one's over there. Turn left, turn left, turn left. That one's over there. Oh, I saw one run that way. Go, 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 go. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a mad chaos in my house as everyone <laughs> plays this game, but it's really it's like fun. a tamer version of overcooked for your household. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and that's what's kind of cool with the online aspect too. Cause this has the, you can, upload up to six photos or whatever on your profile online and they have like as you do like the especially the little side reward stuff you get rewarded with like filters and little fun stuff that you can kind of add to the photos yeah Yeah. you can put like a little clown nose or like a little cupcake in the photo and stuff and so then you can like upload those and people can like basically upvote them and stuff and you get points and you can see your friends like you can actually sort by like your friends and stuff so like a couple of my friends have been playing so I can see their photos and like them and stuff and kind of see what everyone, like where everyone's kind of at and stuff and what they've been taking pictures of. Mm. And, and also this, I know I said it before, but the game looks really good. Oh, like dude, the it, water, like everything yeah. with the water is gorgeous. Like, yeah. So beautiful. So I, Shannon, me, you should check it out. I'm just is saying. It, how much is it? Is it 60 bucks? You it know is. it is. Yeah, it's, it's Nintendo, bro. Like, come on. And um, it will right. forever be 60 bucks. Well, I mean, next time next time you come over to my house, man, well, I'll, I'll let you get your hands on it, and you'll be spending $60. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Okay. But uh, that that's Pokemon Snap. So, Shannon, why don't you tell us some non-Pokemon things? All right. Uh, so, this week, um, the only thing I've really been able to play is my Oculus. So, I downloaded mm-hmm. uh, Super Hot VR and I downloaded another game called Battle Sister. It's a Warhammer 40K uh, first person shooter. 
Um, Super Hot VR, man, that game is freaking amazing. Like that. Now, have you played Super Hot without VR, or yes. is this the first time you're okay? So you no, played I it I played Super. I be, I beat Super Hot like on the consoles. It was great. Um, I had fun with that. But this like takes it to such another level because. Like you start out the level and like you use the the triggers to grab the gun and then you're like shooting at the guy. But, you know, with the thing with the controller version, um, you know, it was easier to control time. Right. Like it because mm-hmm. things only move when you move. So basically, if you don't if you want to think about something, you just don't touch your controller and you can kind of map out how you're going to attack that level. With this, um, it being on your head, like if you even f- if you sneeze. Like while you're playing this, like you're like that is like a whole two seconds of action that are going on while you're closing your eyes and blowing spit all over your <laughs> front room. So um, you really have to like if you want to stand still and think about something, you really have to not flinch. Um, but there are levels that utilize every vertical space, every vertical inch of space. So like, you know, there'll be guys coming from below at you and they'll be shooting up at you and. You know, you have to duck, like literally get on your knees, like to get under a bullet or to stop a ninja star from coming at you. And it is it brings a whole nother level of uh, like fun and um, like strategy to how you're going to attack that level. A lot of them also start out with a guy right in front of you. So like right away, you're like punching somebody with your with your nunchuck and then you're grabbing like this Uzi that's falling out of their hand and then you're like spraying over here. It's it gives you a very good John Wick style like feel to it. Um, so if anybody gets an Oculus Quest 2, um, get that game. Like it's uh, I think it's better. It's a better uh, like tech demo of what the device can do. It's better than Beat Saber. Like I, mm. I understand everybody wants to play Beat Saber, but like get yourself some super hot VR because it is it is way better on the 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 VR headset than it is on the console. Um, the other game I played, Battle Sister. Like all the games I've gotten so far for the system um, are, you know, they have movement attached to them. But this is the first one that actually made me a little queasy. Like I got a little motion sick playing this game. Um, it does a great job of immersing you into this Warhammer world. Um, you play as a battle sister, so you have like the uh, mid-tier armor. You're not like one of like the big beefy soldier guys with like the hard hat, like the hard helmets, and like the super huge like uh, shoulder pads and mech armor. But um, you do get right out the gate. You get bolters. You get a plasma sword. You get um, an assault rifle, um, and it basically tells you in the beginning of the game, if you want to aim better, like you have to use both hands. Like you have to figure out where to grip the gun to get like the right posture. So mm-hmm. when you have your bolter, like you do need to have both hands close together. So like both of them are holding onto the, the pistol grip. When you have an assault rifle, you need to have one hand like supporting the front of the barrel um, so that you can fire. Otherwise your bullets are just going to spray all over the place. Um, that being said, this is the first game where like, you have to actually aim down sight by like, you know, cocking your head, looking down sight, like with the assault rifle, lining up like the tr- the the sight on the front with the two sights on the back. Like get your iron sights dead nuts before you fire that gun. Um, so there is a lot more um, uh, like it is a lot more specific to the guns when you're fighting. Um, 
the fact that you just like you get to like throw things on your hip and, like you get to attach like two weapons to your hip you have your sword over your back you just feel badass when like you're pulling that stuff out um yeah it's it's a fun um like i was marveling at the graphics the graphics are great um like you know the world building is awesome like you turn around and you look like you can go pretty much anywhere like it is uh, you know it is fully flushed out it's not like it's telling you you can't go over to that spot in the room you can't go over here i mean i thought it was like a it's a it was like a five gigabyte like download when i got it and i was like oh this is going to be a pretty small game you know in relation to some of the other games we've been playing but like it's a fully interactive environment when you're doing it it's awesome um i just wish that there was some way to get around the queasiness of it because like when you really start getting into it um you know you're ducking and you're 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 moving side to side you're shooting things that are flying at you like you're 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 attacking guys in front of you you know and your body is telling you like i'm not moving but in your brain is obviously moving and running around inside this video game um so like you know i think it's just that disconnect between the two like parts of my body that are making me feel that way um but like you know once i kind of settled down and i took things a little slower um i kind of eased into that whole environment so uh i'm anxious to get back to it and and play some more but i definitely think that uh super hot is going to be my my jam for a little bit until i beat it again awesome and that's uh, that's all I've been playing this week. But um, I did get rain on your parade after your oh, uh, nice. after your last recommendation. Um, so I'm gonna play that on the Switch pretty soon too. Oh, you got it for the, you got it for the Switch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, like right now, I can play the Switch and I can play my Oculus. Those are like the two things I have with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's like <laughs> console or PC related, like it's not gonna be something I can play except for on the weekends. So gotcha. you know. No, maybe no, maybe I'll get the maybe I'll get Pokemon Snap just because I do need something to kind of uh you know give me a breather from Bravely Default because that game is hard. Yeah. Ray, I mean Ray you threw sixty dollars at Monster Hunter, you can throw sixty bucks at Pokemon Snap. Yeah, I'm wondering like you know the Facebook Marketplace uh for the Oculus Quest Two is pretty pretty good like as far as mm-hmm. the returns. Like if you have like you it doesn't matter how long you've played the game like if you're probably like less than 50 percent done with the game um you can return it if within two weeks like no questions asked like they'll just refund you the money um so you know i was i kind of wish that they would do that on the switch (laughs) because i'd be like (laughs) i've only put like an hour into monster hunter i'd be like dude send this game back that's where that's where games like that i guess it would have been better to buy physical because you Mm could have just unloaded it Mm -hmm. at this point on ebay or whatever but yeah, I don't Lessons know. Lessons learned. But you'll 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 like rain rain on your parade. It's awesome. Yeah. Like the and writing the, in that game is so damn fun. And Monster Hunter Stories comes out in I think like a month or two. I think that's more my speed. Like that I liked Monster Hunter Stories for the for the iPhone. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that like that's kind of more the same thing. That that is true. You did put you did put a lot of time into that one on the iPhone, right? Yeah. 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 I put in like over like 50 hours in that game on my iPhone. Gotcha. That's all right uh justin you got anything else or has it mainly been all pokemon snap all the time dude i've just been sna- it's been the snapping at my house yes <laughs> like megan asked me to do something and i'm like yeah i was like uh, i'll do it and she's like you're just sitting there playing. i'm like dude i'm in the middle of a run snapping a picture <laughs> of the pokemon can i pause it yes will i pause it 
no. <laughs> like, let me just <laughs> nice. finish doing it. You're like, babe, right now these fingers are hot. Like, yeah. I'm getting, I'm I'm getting like, three, four-star photos. I'm like, this Sobble is giving me the money shot right now. And if I don't take <laughs> this chance, I'm going to have to do this entire run over again. Je- Justin's just sitting there yelling at his Switch like he's Austin Powers. Work it, baby! Yeah, yeah! yeah. yeah dude, like, I heard people also saying that they wish... um. Because when the, for the Nintendo Labo or whatever they had a cardboard camera thing with the uh, oh, that you put right, the Joy-Cons right. and stuff, and people were like, "Bro, why doesn't this work with Pokemon Snap? Like, this is what that should have been made for." But you know, Labo they secretly kind of mm. swept that under the rug at this point. But I'm like, dude, I honestly, if they just sold the camera one for like forty bucks and it worked with Pokemon Snap, I I'd probably pull the trigger on it just to sit there and be like. Do with like an actual cardboard camera and stuff and play. That'd be pretty legit. I'm actually shocked. Nintendo being Nintendo, they didn't just like dust off the Labo kits from the warehouse and like yeah, throw them paint back the out cardboard there. red. Put Pikachu's tail on the side of it. Yeah. and sell it for forty bucks. I like, mean, Justin would have bought one already. You know? Yeah, I you know, you bring up a good point. I'm kind of wondering if there's like um like 3D printer like schematics for like switch for like you know the switch controllers like the uh, motion controls like i'll just print them out and send it to you nice just don't forget it's on there when you go to print the second one i do it i was like <laughs> I, I was like dude, zach doesn't say it man i'm gonna say it. <laughs> um well like i said at the beginning we are not going to do an invincible recap maybe we'll do that during the week as a little one-off. Um, Bro, could not... you guys stop playing Snap so that we could do some control? <laughs> see, the, see, the thing is, I can play Snap when everyone's in the room. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of time when people aren't in the room. And so <laughs> uh, Invincible was not to get watched, and there wasn't a lot of control to play. I could have played Control when I was playing Titanfall 2. Yes, I'm aware of that, but, <laughs> bro, like, come on. What are we doing? Um so I'm trying, I'm going to try to catch up on Invincible probably tonight and hopefully finish it off tomorrow. So maybe we can knock out a little spoiler cast like we did with Mortal Kombat last week, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, we're running a little long anyway, so that's that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, I did want to talk real quick about a movie I watched called The Mitchells versus the Machines that dropped on Netflix this week. And uh, if you're like me and had no idea what the hell this was. Other than uh, I think my daughter saw a trailer for it when she was watching My Little Pony and was like, I want to watch this. And I was like, what the hell is this? And watched a trailer myself and was like, sure, that looks rad. Um, Basically, a super dysfunctional family uh, daughter who is like a super tech savvy filmmaker gets into her dream college and she's ready to abandon her crazy family forever. Her dad just doesn't get her. Her brother is this crazy dino nerd who she loves, but she's ready. She's totally okay if it gets her out of the house, leaving him behind. Uh, The mom is like the tryhard, trying to please everyone, doesn't please anyone type person. Um, Big fight ensues. Dad uh, decides he can make everything right by canceling her plane flight and driving her across country to this college. Family road trip. Uh, happens, and in the middle of all this, the uh, Apple knockoff that exists, it's kind of like an Apple-Facebook hybrid uh, that exists in this universe, rolls out a new 
set of uh, robots and the old AI it created doesn't like being replaced, takes over the robots, mankind uh, starts to become enslaved, hilarity ensues. Now, uh, this was directed by Mike Rianda, who did Gravity Falls. It's from the same production team that that did Lego Movie and Into the Spider-Verse, which all of it, as you're watching, becomes really obvious that, like, bro, people that made this movie have chops. Like, it is fucking amazing to look at. It is stupid funny. Um, They do things in animation in this movie that are on par with Spider-Verse. Like, straight up, like, crazy imaginative shit goes down during this movie. It's worth watching just for the visual, but it's also hilarious. Like, my four-year-old laughed her ass off, and also the 42-year-old laughed his ass (laughs) off, like, during it. It was, it it hit on a ton of levels. Um, It's a pretty good commentary on the world we live in. uh, As humans start to enslave themselves when the AI turns off the Wi-Fi, and they're like, oh, well, we've got Wi-Fi in these slaving pods. And people are like, sweet, let me in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, it's it's got a good heart to it without being crazy cheesy. Like, it doesn't beat you over the head with it uh, like some of these family movies do. And and it's just really goddamn good. Like, it, it was one of those things, like, I, I couldn't believe as I was watching it how good this movie was. And it was... It, it speaks to the quality of stuff that's coming to straight to Netflix these days, but also this, this team, like I, after the Lego movie, spider verse, and now this, I'll watch anything. These people put out <laughs> like, I, it's like, you guys just have the combination that works. And so I'm starting here. to get like the Pixar, like, um, like straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- this movie is 10 times more entertaining than any Pixar movie I've seen in the last five years. Like, that's the thing with Pixar movies. It's like, like soul was, was fun. It was fine, but it was also just like message. Can I hit you with the message in the face? Like eight more times. Like, bro, I get it. Like, come on. Can we just watch a movie? Can I just watch a movie please? And, and this one has a message and it's a good one, but they don't beat you over the head with it. It's, it's, it's there. It's obvious, but they're not tapping you on the shoulder, reminding you about the message every five minutes, you know? And that was refreshing to see. And it's also just delivered in such an imaginative package. Like it's, it's incredible. It really is. So nice. I'm going to have to try to watch that with my son tomorrow. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's the cool thing is you'll like it as much as he will. It it totally goes on both levels. So. Yeah. As soon as you said gravity falls, I was immediately invested (laughs) because I love gravity falls. Yeah. And, and you will see the, gravity falls dna in this immediately like as soon as the opening credits hit you're like oh yeah it's that guy okay got it yeah Yeah. i was like i want to get a bill cypher tattoo on my left arm so bad i should watch that run again i should do a lot of things with my time but gravity falls is one of those things where I, i think about that show a lot it's and and it never i feel like it never got its due you know, like, yeah, it, never... it kind of got because I never when I watched it, it was already over. And me, me and Megan me one weekend just watched the entire series, like beginning to end. And she was like, it's done. And I was like, she, oh, she was said, well, she's like, when's the next season come out? And I was like, bro, this has been over for years. 
Yeah. And she was so sad. She's like, it can't be. And I'm like, that's the end of it. It's done. Like, it's yeah. never coming back. <sighs> but, you know, it was good. It was good. Um, so, yeah, watch watch Missiles versus the Machines. You guys watch anything else? No, anything? I mean, the one thing I watched this week, we can't talk about. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it in a few days. Yeah. yeah. Which I appreciate. Thank you, Shannon. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry I'm letting down the show again. <laughs> it's all my fault, guys. It's all my fault. I, I blame your, Pokemon Snap. It's fine. Send your hate mail over here. It's fine. <laughs> um, Justin, you got anything else, or should we wrap it? I think we should wrap it. All right. I don't have anything else. Well, why don't you go ahead and uh, take us in for a landing? Why you got to lick your lips like that? <laughs> Jesus. I know, it's so gross. <laughs> You know what, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to another episode of That Pixel Life. Uh, We'll resume Invincible Speak. um, But if you do want to talk about, if you were able to watch the last episode of Invincible, unlike Zach, you can talk about it in the spoiler section. Zach will avoid it on the Discord where we talk spoiler stuff, and there's also other channels where we talk about just general video game stuff. You want to come by, say hi, shoot the shit. You're more than welcome to. And you know what? If you're listening to us on iTunes, you can give us a review if you want. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. You know, if you think Shannon should buy Pokemon Snap, be, give it its due. You know, tell him on the Discord. Be like, Shannon, mm-hmm. you know, you, you spend money on games that you don't play. Here's when you should play. Pokemon Snap. And if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say, Zach? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. Hey, look at this dandelion. I'm going to take a Pokemon Snap picture of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even a Pokemon, Shannon. (laughs) You've obviously never It's a (laughs) dandespore. Yeah, do you think you, with how much you talk about Pokemon with Zach's son, you'd at least know like a handful of Pokemon names? <laughs>